2: Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, June 30th, 2023, as we welcome you, of course, once again to the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 1317 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. As well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a 2023 WCWS Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the the line here with you. As we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, as always, bring you your... uh, First, we will always start off with our wrestling news and views there statement. Excuse me. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, who is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. DiGioralmo. Of course, will be our friends at 411mania.com. <coughs> <coughs> We will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, bring you your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here. Of course, tonight, keep in mind that the first half, of course, will be brought here to you by my, by yours truly, right here, Mr. WCWS. Whereas, of course, towards the end of our program, the any any additional or remaining history and birthdays that we do, that we had did not bring up, of course, before. Will will be, of course, brought up by our own godfather himself, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. We do, of course, hope to hear from Justin, as well as, of course, several other folks here as well here tonight. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always... 1-605-562-0444, one 562 444 caller ID 138-055, pound the magic six numbers, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening. <clears throat> of course, in addition to your news and views and history and birthdays here, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> We will of course be talking about our your our, uh, our personal thoughts and opinions about tonight's episode, of course, of SmackDown. Right before, of course, di- tomorrow night's Money in the Bank pay-per-view. We will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, talk about, uh, <clears throat> of course, tonight's episode of AEW Rampage. Of course, with I'm sure it should be, of course, pretty much a little bit more fallout with what happened, of course, here Sunday at Forbidden Door. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will be, of course, getting in, uh, of course, any other predictions, of course, uh, <clears throat> for uh, tomorrow night's, of course, um, Money money in the Bank pay-per-view, of course, here, event here as well. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, any additional uh, wrestling and pop culture news that's out there, of course, that may, will definitely, of course, be brought to our attention here, of course, here this evening. I'm sure um, those, of course, concerning those, of course, including uh, the Godfather of Soul, as well as, of course, the Iceman, Jared D. E. Jerome, as well as, of course, several other people here tonight. <coughs> so we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, keep you informed, of course, on all fronts here and everything, of course, especially, of course, when it leads up towards tomorrow night's Money in the Bank event. It is now officially, ladies and gentlemen, 9.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. As we, of course, once again, uh, of course, say this is, of course, the final day of the month of June, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Friday, June 30th, 2023. Good to have you here, of course, here with us. With that being said here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let us now, of course, go ahead and get you up to date here with some wrestling news, of course, here. Uh, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania, and I will go ahead and point out here to you, here, folks, that the radio network, as always, thanks our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to, of course, read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, also, of course, uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> on on uh, Wolfpack Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes Power Hour, WCW. US this morning as well as Wrestling revisited Wrestling debate and also of course here on sports also of course on sports machine also keep him also keep in mind uh, ladies also keep in mind ladies and gentlemen that we are, are in the works and of course of hoping to try to get more of our shows up and going here in 2023 we may be on the verge of that i am not 100% sure here yet but it is of course in the works and we will of course keep everyone apprised of that on where you'll be able, when you'll be able to, of course, listen to some of the, the to the returns of some of these, of course, uh, some of our uh, programs that has not been on the air for, of course, quite some time. Let's now go to our first story, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> courtesy of Jeremy Thomas here tonight, as Matt Hardy comments on Brian Danielson wrestling after he broke his arm at Forbidden Door. Brian Danielson worked the final 10 minutes of his match with Casu Chico at Forbidden Door with a broken arm. And Matt Hardy recently weighed in on the situation. Hardy did speak about it on his latest episode of his Extreme Life and Matt Hardy podcast and talked about Danielson continuing the match and more. Here, of course, are some highlights right here courtesy of Wrestling Inc. On Danielson continuing the match after his arm break, He says, it's crazy how once you're a a, a lifer and you've been around doing this for a while and you're very passionate about the pro wrestling game, it's almost instinctual. Once you get 10 years deep or whatever, just to finish a match hurt, you're used to being hurt. I'm used to being hurt. And Brian Danielson, he's one of those guys, too. I mean, he's dealt with a ton of injuries in his career. And it's unbelievable how high pain tolerance is for pro wrestlers in general. He went out there and it was a clean break, as you can see in the x-ray, and then he wrestled 10 more minutes afterwards, which is quite an astonishing feat. Also performing on a very high level during this 10 minutes with a legitimately fully broken bone, so I give him props for doing that for being tough. On also being worried about Brian Danielson, Hardy says at the same time being an older individual, I also get worried about guys that go out there and they get hurt and they keep going because I worry about their well-being as time goes on. But I can't be one to speak on it because I've done it several times myself in the past. So, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue, of course, to keep you apprised on what, of course, obviously, <clears throat> on this, of course, discontinuing situation, of course, involving, <clears throat> involving, of course, Brian Danielson. Ladies and gentlemen, one story, of course, I've actually did get word about. Uh, uh, did did of course uh, there's been of course a lot there's been a lot of course of uh, talk about this of course here today, including of course a, an official an, uh, an official post that was made on one of our chat boxes in WCWS of course about this and I do think uh, the can clubs met Patel, for, for making this for uh, bringing this to our attention, and of course, also, it has been officially here confirmed. I will start off with, of course, the original story, and then, of course, I will read an addendum, of course, here to this story. Uh, Jeremy Thomas has officially posted posted this story today, as WWE alumnus Darren Drozdoff, otherwise known, of course, as Draws, sadly has passed away. Darren Drozdov, best known for his WWE run during the Attitude Era as Draws, has sadly passed away. PW Insider reports that Drozdov passed, though no details have yet been revealed. An official statement is said to be on the way. He was only 54 years old. As you know, Drozdov was a former NFL player before he found his way into professional wrestling, having played defensive tackle, tackle for the University of Maryland, before having a short run in the early to mid-90s with the New York Jets and Denver Broncos. He gained media attention after he threw up on the ball during a Monday night football game, a result of a chronic vomiting problem. After his NFL run, he moved into wrestling and worked on the independent scene before signing with WWE. Being initially farmed out to ECW in order to get experience where he was seen as part of a group of WWE invaders. The vomiting incident drew the attention of Vince McMahon, and in a scene immortalized in the movie Beyond the Mat. He met with McMahon at Titan Towers where he showed off his ability to vomit on demand. McMahon decided his name would be Puke and Drozdorf made his raw debut in 1998 as an ally of the Legion of Doom. He was involved in the highly unfortunate storyline that played off of Hawks alcoholism with the story being that he was enabling Hawk's issues in order to undermine him and get on the team. This included a a reveal that Hawk had not jumped off the Titan as originally thought. Rather, Draz had pushed him off. Draz was repackaged after that and was set up as the head of a heel alliance, which was cut short by the tragic incident that left him paralyzed for life. On the October 5th, 1999 episode of Smackdown, Drossdorf slipped during a powerbomb during a match by, by D'Lo Brown and fractured two vertebrae in his neck. Drozdorf told Brown while being stretchered out not to blame himself, and he would eventually regain some movement in his arms and upper body, though he would never walk again. He had repeatedly stated that he had no no animosity towards D'Lo Brown or WWE Fort, and WWE kept him employed for years in other capacities, including as a writer on WWE.com. Though he never went after WVE for damages, the company nonetheless approached Drozdoff and came to a settlement to help him out financially. Drozdoff made occasional appearances at conventions and did interviews. He lived with his sister in southern New Jersey and needed 24-hour medical care. Of course, on behalf of 411 Mania and also, of course, right here in the radio network, our condolences, of course, to the family, friends, and fans of Mr. Drozdoff. He will he will most certainly be missed indeed and of course uh <clears throat> very very sad of course here indeed and when we find out more about his passing of course ladies and gentlemen we will we will of course so that out we will of course bring you that information uh, anyway ladies and gentlemen Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as WWE, The Rock, Matt Hardy, Lance Storm, and others have reacted to the passing of Darren Drozdov. Darren Drozdov's passing has drawn reactions from from the wrestling world, including WWE, of course, The Rock, Matt Hardy, and more. As reported, of course, as I just now reported, Drozdov sadly passed away at the age of 54 today. The passing has drawn reactions from several people in the industry, and here is a selection of comments. From The Rock himself, he says, "Man, I'm so sorry to hear one of our ring brothers has passed away, Darren Drawsdoff, A.K.A. Draws. We wrestled a lot of cards together. Such an awesome dude, great personality and great wrestling talent. We always talked about football and fishing. Sending love, strength, <clears throat> mana. And I'm not sure that he was trying to say something else and might have gotten cut off, but but of course he does. He did send his, of course, his condolences. It's on The Rock's Twitter account." Uh, WWE on BT Sports Twitter account, at BT Sport WWE says, everyone at BT Sport is saddened to hear the news of the passing of Darren Drozdoff, professionally known to WWE fans as Draws, 1969 to 2023, RIP. And there's a picture, of course, on this tweet. WWE has also uh, posted a tweet on their uh, Twitter handle, that WWE is saddened to learn that, that Darren Drozdov sadly passed away. Of course, today, June 30th, at the age of 54, WWE extends its condolences to the Darren Drozdov's family, friends, and fans. Uh, the Blue Meanie posted on his Twitter handle, which is at Blue Meanie BWO. He says, "Heartbroken to learn of the passing of Darren Drozdov, AKA Dras, Droz. sweetheart of a man. Was fortunate to get to know him in ECW and then WWE. All good memories. Shaved lots of." Shared lots of laughs. Rest in peace, Draws. My thoughts and heart go out to his family. Bully Ray, of course, at BullyRay5150 posted, Nothing but love for our brother, Draws. My condolences to his family and friends. RIP and God bless. Lance Storm posted on his Twitter handle, Hashtag RIP Darren Draws up. I didn't know him well, but he was a fun guy to be around. He always had a smile on his face and a positive attitude. He will be missed. And remembered fondly, the Denver Broncos at Broncos posted on their Twitter handle saying, "We're saddened by the passion of Darren Drawsop, who played for the Broncos from 1993 to 1994 before becoming a at WWE wrestler. Draws embodied the spirit of perseverance and determination through adversity, and our hearts go out to his family." Matt Cardona at the Matt Cardona posted on his Twitter handle, "RIP Draws. He's gonna puke." Ryan Satin, at Ryan Satin, posted on his Twitter handle, hashtag RIP Draws. Here's the infamous scene from Beyond the Mat where Vincent Mann pitched the character of Puke to Draws since he could throw up on command. And he actually posted it on um, (coughs) on this this tweet here. Uh, Christopher Daniels posted on this. Rest in peace, Darren Draws Off. I was privileged to work. Him once on shotgun saturday night that he was a true gentleman Allow me to pitch ideas at a time that others might not have thank you draws his twitter handle is at fac daniels if you wish to see that the dark side of the ring twitter account which is at dark side of ring posted this saying we are truly saddened to hear the passing of darren drosdahl who we were honored to work with during our second season. Despite enduring a tragic life-altered injury, his passion for life, enthusiasm, and strength will always be a source of inspiration to us. R.I.P. Draws. Natalia at NatByNature posted this. Very sad news about Darren Drozdoff. He endured so much and always seemed to have a smile on his face no matter what. My heart goes out to his family and friends during this difficult time. Joey Janela posted on his Twitter handle, at JanelaBaby, RIP Draws. Mark Merrow posted on his Twitter handle. Very sad to hear former WWE superstar Draws, Darren Drazoff has died. He was an amazing man with a great attitude. His own words sum up his relentless positivity. In the midst of adversity, there is always another day that's because I'm paralyzed and stuck in a wheelchair. Uh, Taz posted on his Twitter handle, at official Taz. He says, very sad to hear Draw's passing, was a, was, was, a, was a really great guy. Career was sadly cut short due to a tragic tragic situation in the ring. Battled for years, was always smiling, and positive RIP. Matt Hardy posted on his Twitter handle, at Matt Hardy Brand. He says, "Sad to hear about the passing of Darren Drozdoff. Darren was a great guy who was always full of life and laughs Hashtag R.I.P. Draws. Uh, top dollar, of course, as you know, members, A.J. Francis at A.J. Francis 410 posted on his Twitter handle. Draws was the first wrestler I knew that played at University of Maryland. He went to the WWE, at WWE after the NFL, paving the way for other Terp defensive linemen at Mojo Mohadi and me. Hashtag R.I.P. Draws. Of course, are talking about Mojo Rawls. Well, who's he was talking about? And then Pierce posted on there at Scrap Daddy AP. He says, Godspeed draws. Wet rest well, sir." So a lot of lot of love, of course, being of course extended there to of course the family and friends of the one and only Darren Drawstop here today. And of course, we're hoping on SmackDown, they did, they did of course extend a little bit more. Uh, uh, <clears throat> they did, of course. Ex- they did, of course, express their condolences on the show here uh, tonight. But we'll find out about that later. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight, as we have the results of tonight's WWE UK tour live. Of course, as Finn Balor once again attacks Seth Rollins and more. WWE's UK tour ran through Newcastle today, with, with Finn Balor attacking Seth Rollins on the show and, and more. Here are the full results from the show, course, per wrestling body slam. Becky Lynch defeated Piper Niven. Zoe Stark came out and demanded a match with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch defeated Zoe Stark. Dominant Mysterio once again defeated Ricochet, of course, probably with helping Rhea Ripley. Matt Riddle and Apple Academy defeated Empyrean. A street fight as Cody Rose defeated Finn Balor. Bronson Reed defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. In women's, women's title match, Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia again. World Heavyweight Title Match: Seth Rollins retained over Damian Priest, and of course, there are several tweets, including one from WWE, of course, talking about the about the Cavalry attack, of course, from Finn Balor, which obviously, ladies and gentlemen, Finn Balor is trying to get as much as much. Of course, uh, it seems he's trying to get a Trying to get more and more, of course, uh, more of a headway in going into, of course, uh, the money their matching money in the bank, of course, tomorrow night. So, but of course, that is just obviously a that is, of course, more than likely, of course, a of the cowardly way of doing it, in my personal opinion. This story just now coming in right here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight. As Damian Priest, Kevin Owens, Rhea Ripley and Moore revealed the worst bumps that they have ever taken. Damian Priest, Kevin Owens, Rhea Ripley and Moore spoke for a new future article about the worst bumps they've ever taken in wrestling. ESPN spoke with several WWE stars ahead of money in the bank, and here's a few selections. Damian Priest on taking kendo stick shots, he says, that's one of the worst things that we introduced into this business. I wish that somebody would have never brought those into this business because Mando's are killer dude. It's not, just, it's not just a day, or when it happens, It leaves these welts, and anything you touch burns, and they're brutal. KO on his worst bump. He says, the choke sign from Braun Strowman onto the steel ramp at SummerSlam 2018. I felt a ringing in my body for about four months after. I don't know if anything was structurally wrong, not, but not long after, I took six months off. I don't know if that was related, but it didn't help. I felt that for a long time. Braun Strowman talks about his worst bump Says one of the worst bumps I ever took was when I got triple powerbombed by Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin in 2019. They were standing on top of the steel steps and they powerbombed me through two tables. For some odd reason, that bump was just awful. I think it was just because there was so much weight in the ring that that it was already collapsed or compressed so there was no give in it. And then them putting me just through the table, I remember hitting the mat, and it felt like I hit concrete. It just stopped and knocked the breath out of me and everything. I was rolling around like a fish, gasping for water. Uh, Rip, Rhea Ripley talks about her worst bump. She says, I've taken a lot of bad ones. There's been a lot of crappy bumps in my life, but one of the worst was my last woman standing match, which requires a wrestler to keep an opponent down for a 10 count rather than the traditional three with Raquel Rodriguez and NXT in 2021. She gave me a back body drop onto the announcer's table, but I didn't make it to the table completely. I hit the edge, and then the table broke, but it legitimately legitimately screwed my back up. My lower back has never been the same. A lot of pain. It was just an awkward bump. And then to continue after that with the last woman standing match going through the stage, falling down the steps, and going through the glass, it was just a compilation of everything. Sometimes you get a weird spot, and you can't control it. It's so random sometimes. Even the ref came to me. He's like, are you okay? I was like, that sucked. Bailey on taking a suplex to the ramp from Bianca Belair at Crown Jewel. uh, She says, that was one of the worst feelings I ever had in wrestling. It just knocked the wind out of me. I don't know what kind of ramp that was. I don't know if I was ready for it or what. But it knocked the wind out of me. That was bad. I was not expecting that. My lower back felt like it just crumbled from my tailbone halfway up my back. It was one of those when you could feel it feel it in your thighs. It shifted to my thighs. It felt like it shattered, and I was thrown into a cement wall. It kind of lingered a little bit. I was limping slightly after that, but even Bianca uh, said the same thing. I think she took a belly-to-belly suplex on the ramp, and she's like, I don't know what that was. She was like, I saw my soul leave my body so so some people of course talk about how some of this of course might not be uh might not be uh, real or fake or whatever i mean they're going to basically have to of course like i said listen to some of this uh a lot of this uh a lot of this talk of course right here several more stories ladies and gentlemen has popped up let's go ahead and bring those here to you Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as Bruce Pritchard believes Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock would have had instant chemistry. Bruce Pritchard believes that Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock would have, would have absolutely clicked in the ring as opponents. The two never worked a match against each other, but Pritchard noted on the lay something to wrestle with that he thinks the two would have had strong chemistry in the ring. I think that would have been great, Pritchard said, I think that they would have had instant chemistry. Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock, man, just let them go. They would have have to discuss, they wouldn't have to discuss a darn thing, and I think they would make beautiful music together. Unfortunately, that will never happen, but it would have been great. I would have liked to have seen that. Of course, Angle and Shamrock missed each other as potential opponents, despite the fact that they both spent time in both WWE and TNA at similar times. If you want to listen to this episode, ladies and gentlemen, of of course, uh, something to wrestle with, of course, with Bruce Pritchard, um, of course, uh, in, in discussing, of course, uh, this 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 uh, this uh, this uh, this, in this topic, of course, and anything else, of course, here as well. Uh, you can check out, of course, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, you can, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, check out the um, uh, podcast page on Spotify, or you can, of course, listen to this story from from, from where I just uh, from what from the page I just read. Four Eleven Mania, of course, is providing live coverage of tonight's episode of AW Rampage, and ladies and gentlemen, I do humbly apologize here, as apparently, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Man D. D'Jaramo e. kind of spoiled our. Uh, Kind of spoiled that uh, setup, of course, last night in which we were in which, of course, I tried not to bring the official results of, of course, of a certain show, whatever, before uh, the show actually takes place. But apparently, unless, of course, J.D. was obviously, of course, uh, in the zone or something like that, and he must not have probably been paying that much attention. I'm not sure. But, of course, um, just for the time being, ladies and gentlemen, I would just simply. I would just simply, for the time being, just kind of uh, disregard anything, of course, that J.D. did say, of course, here last night concerning that. But I know one of the matches, of course, uh, <coughs> um, that did take place, of course, as a uh, one of the matches that is set to take place tonight, of course, is a Ring of Honor uh, world title matches. Claudio Castagnoli is set to defend it against Commander Plus, of course, a lot of other great wrestling action, of course, here as well. You can check out what the guys at 411 Mania are saying, ladies and gentlemen, about tonight's episode of Rampage. And again, I apologize for that, of course, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we will make sure that JD, we, we tried to zip up JD's mouth the last next time he tries to do something like that again. And I mean, no disrespect to Mr. D, Mr. D, uh, to of course, JD, but of course. Sometimes, like I so say, he does get a little bit carried away. So, so we hate to kind of write him out, of course. Here in this, but uh, he knows he knows the rules, and sometimes he, sometimes he just tends just to go right at it without, without, of course, uh, thinking. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as Selena Vega weighs in on her mindset heading into tomorrow night's Money in the Bank. Selena Vega is competing in the women's money bank match at Saturday's pay-per-view. And she, and she, and she recently discussed her emotions heading into the bout. Vega did speak with the Gorilla Position podcast for a new interview and was asked about her thoughts going into the match. I'm excited, Vega said, per I think I think more than anything, it's a nerve-wracking thing. But it's also, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to overdo it. And you got to make sure that the highlight reel belongs to you, whether that's grabbing the briefcase or or just having the craziest moment. For me, I think about, okay, what would Jeff Hardy do? What kind of crazy move would he do? What would Rey Mysterio do? I think it's cool to be able to pull from them and put it in my own way. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do... We do... We do, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, have this video from the Guerrilla Position YouTube channel. We will post that interview that they did with Zelina Vega. We'll post that in the interview corner page. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as... As we do have some uh, another, another some more results from, uh, from uh, WWE's UK tour, of course, in Sheffield. As, once again, Seth Rollins defends that belt, of course, here and more. Uh, WWE did hold a stop in, their, in its UK tour in Sheffield, England, of course, yesterday. And here are the results, of course, right here. Of course, you can check that out through cagematch.net. But here, of course, are the results of those matches. Becky Lynch did defeat Zoe Stark. Bronson Reed defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Rhea Ripley retained the women's title over Natalia. Alpha Academy and Matt Riddle defeated Imperium. Cody Rose defeated Finn Balor in a street fight. Raquel Rodriguez defeated Piper Niven. Dominic Mysterio once again defeated Ricochet. And Seth Rollins retained the world title against Damian Priest. And, of course, there are several tweets uh, right there from several people that were at that, uh, there were several, of course, uh, fans there of course that also ch- checked it out that made that commented of course as well you can check out what you can check out some of their stuff of course as well <clears throat> uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Zoe Stark says she's hard on herself about promos and is also getting some feedback on them Zoe Stark isn't happy with where she's at in her in at in her promos but she says she gets good feedback and it is improving Stark spoke with Russell Rant for a new interview, and during the conversation, she talked about her promo skills and how she works on them. Here are some highlights for Fightful. On her promo skills, Zoe says, I personally feel like I've always had a hard time with promos. I always get good feedback with them to where they say they're really good, but I'm so hard on myself to where every time I do a promo, I'm saying, "Ah, I could have done this better and do that better. It's not always the healthiest thing to do but it does make me better for the next promo to say if there's a favorite promo of mine so far, I don't think so. I know the next promo I do will, will be better than the last on who has helped her with the promo skills. So says, Ryan Katz, he's our promo teacher at the performance center. He has a wealth of knowledge and is amazing. It's amazing to pick his brain. The other guy would be coach Matt Bloom. Every time I go with him, to teach he gives me different ideas and really helps me be unique from everybody else on her vignette that aired on raw always says as far as the package goes i was working with the guys and they were allowing me to be me and put out that emotion you still get bullet points hey this is this is what we want you to talk about that's exactly what they did and you fell in some different parts of course ladies and gentlemen we do have of course uh, this episode which was recorded yesterday Uh, a WrestleRant Radio here, as, of course, they did the interview, of course, with Zoe Stark. Also, of course, they previewed Money in the Bank, and they did also review this past Sunday's Forbidden Door. You can check that episode out, of course, via uh, Apple Podcasts. You can, of course, play it from this page. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, For Mania, of course, as you know, is providing live coverage of tonight's episode of SmackDown, where I believe, ladies and gentlemen, there was, we did, I think, get an opportunity to to probably hear from Roman Reigns one more time before, of course, uh, uh, the Bloodline Civil War tag team match, of course, tomorrow night, plus some other, of course, great wrestling action, of course, leading up to tomorrow night's show. You can of course listen to what the guys at Four Eleven Mania are saying about uh, about 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 of course about tonight's episode of course of SmackDown, or and by of course going to to this to uh, this section on Four Eleven maniacom No story we have right here, folks. Jeremy Jeremy Thomas posted this story, as Nick Dinsmore says that Steve Austin's vote, vote of confidence helped him, helped give him. Votocom has helped get him on WWE TV as the Eugene character. Nick Dinsmore memorably portrayed the character of Eugene in the mid to late 2000s, and he recently recalled how Steve Austin played a role in in, in him bringing the character to WWE TV. Dinsmore was a guest on Steve Falls, the 10 count for WrestlingNews.co, and talked about the origin of the character and more. Here are some highlights per Wrestling Inc., on the original concept, ladies and gentlemen, of course, of the character, uh, Dinsmore says, What about a character much like Rayman that might not be very sociable, might not be able to tie his shoes correctly, but when the bell rings, he can do everything he's seen on TV flawlessly, like an idiot savant of wrestling. I pitched that idea to the WWE producers and they would come down to Louisville. We had one come down every week. I pitched to the guys like Dean Malenko, Pit Finley, and Arn Anderson. They said, no, no, no. Wrestling's gone beyond that. We're more reality-based now. This is probably mid to late 2003. I'm telling Doug Basham that he was planning to quit WWE to go to Japan. I just wanted to see what would happen. So Doug tells Dean Malenko. Dean tells Johnny Ace. Of course, Laurinaitis. And the next thing I know, February 2004, I'm sending a meeting with Vince McMahon and Stephanie Vince goes, I want to get back to character-based wrestling, and I just spit out that idea. Right after that, Stone Cold Steve Austin walks in. On Austin, giving him a vote of confidence because he trained with Danny Davis. Dinsmore says, and Austin kind of looks up and goes, well, he's he's probably one of the best. That vote of confidence from Austin was enough that Vince was like, all right, we'll start on Monday. The squeaky wheel gets to grease. I'll tell that to anybody I train now. You have to you have to do it properly and do it nicely and just vent a little bit and put it out there. And on the flip side, you have to put out what you want in in the universe so you can attract it. On Austin's support, giving him his shot, Dinsmore says <clears throat> I felt like I felt I felt like it was like, okay, let's give this kid a shot. The writer, Brian Gerwitz, knew how to write for Eugene. And it was this brilliant writing that put me in a good place, being Eric Bischoff's nephew and teaming me with William Regal. It was a perfect, odd couple. We do, of course, ladies and gentlemen, have that uh, on the Wrestling News CEO YouTube channel. We do have that, uh, that interview that, that Steve Fall did with Nick Dinsmore. And we will post that, ladies and gentlemen, in the interview corner page. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as a note on a wrestler rumored for Money in the Bank, and there might be some possible spoilers in this. WWE Money in the Bank is is tomorrow at the O2 Arena, of course, in London, and the company may be planning a surprise. WRKD Wrestling Reports, and this is something we actually kind of brought up last night during, of course, JD's... uh, Rundown of the uh, predictions, of course, of Money in the Bank that Brock Lesnar is rumored to appear at the show. If he does, it would be to set up a third match with Cody Rhodes, which will have some sort of gimmick. And this is coming from at WRKD Wrestling's Twitter account, which is the handle for that Twitter account. Brock Lesnar is expected to appear at Money in the Bank to set up a third gimmick match with Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam. So we'll definitely, ladies and gentlemen, keep you apprised of that. Joseph Lee posted this story tonight. As the latest update on plans to make NXT a third brand in WWE, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter has more details on WWE's plan to make NXT a third brand in WWE. Something that is already happening. NXT stars like Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes have appeared on the main roster, while main roster stars like Seth Rollins and Rhea Ripley has shown up on, showed up on NXT. This is something that will continue as WWE tries to get their regular audience more familiar with NXT wrestlers and to use main roster talent to increase NXT ratings. They also want to make NXT more unpredictable as fans will never know who will appear on the Tuesday show. This also allows the company to use main roster talent. They aren't otherwise doing anything with. And there was one other, one other one I had here, ladies and gentlemen, it was not wrestling related. Um, what what uh i'll go ahead and point this out ladies and gentlemen we'll have this um and we'll work on possibly getting this up here um here very soon we'll post it in the interview corner i'm sorry i'm sorry in the entertainment cavalcade page jeffrey harris has posted his review of the new indiana jones movie indiana jones and the dial of destiny so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we will post that in there and everybody can go back and read it. Um, and let and everyone can formulate their own thoughts and opinions about, of course, <coughs> about the new Indiana Jones movie. <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with, of course, some uh uh wrestling news tidbit to course curse, and we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read those stories here tonight. We also want to, give, of course, give our give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. T. Smith and the Iceman, Jerry D. Gualamo. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, super glue, and, and of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we have never, ever disputed that in the past eight years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we're going to get your uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays up and ready to go here. Um, We'll go ahead and let you know while we're getting that ready to go here, folks. I will go ahead and point out that coming up after we, of course, bring bring this into your attention. We will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, start getting in uh, any, of course, personal uh, thoughts and opinions here about uh, (coughs) uh, tonight's episode of Smackdown, of course, leading in towards uh, uh, money in the bank also of course here um also of course uh ladies and gentlemen we hope to of course uh like we said before we do know that the godfather of soul justin lewis fleming will be of course beyond here very soon to bring us his predictions in of course for money in the bank and also of course we hope that we we hear from other folks of course here as well in terms of uh In terms of, of course, bringing in their. Um, in terms of, of course, uh, bringing in. Um, <clears throat> um, in terms of, of course, bringing in their predictions. Of course, here as well. If anyone is able, to of course make it on here. Uh, here uh, for tonight. So, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead here. Let's go ahead here and bring you your wrestling history for today, the last day of May. I mean, June. Sorry about that. Blooper time. Okay. Uh, here we go for June the 30th, of so wrestling history, and here we go. On a date in 1961 in a match dubbed the Match of the Century in Chicago, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers defeated Pat O'Connor in a two out of three falls match to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. The 38,622 crowd and $148,000 gate would, would be wrestling records that would stand until the dawn of the WrestleMania era in the 1980s. On its date in 1995, in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, Raven and Stevie Richards defeated the public enemy, the late Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge, to win the ECW World Tag Team titles. On a date in 2003, Gail Kim made her WWE debut on Raw, by winning the, the women's title in a seven-woman battle royal, she last eliminated former champion Victoria to to pick up the win. On this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2008, after being moved to Raw in the prior week's draft, CM Punk made his debut on the show by cashing in his main to bank briefcase to defeat Edge for the world heavyweight title after Edge is laid out by Batista. On the state in 2009, Sheamus made his WWE TV debut with a squash, squash match win against Oliver John on the ECW brand. And on a state in 2014, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Lee made her first in-ring appearance since April to defeat Paige for the Divas title in Raw in Harper, Connecticut in just 61 seconds. And we do have, of course, five birthdays to bring you here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and bring those here to you. First off, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy... Forgive me for just one second. Very happy... Yes. Happy 32nd birthday to Will Ferreira. Uh, Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy 37th birthday to former WWE female talent, Alicia Plotbox. Also, of of course, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy, uh, let's see here. Um, I'm sorry, 37th birthday, I should say. Let me rephrase that. 37th, excuse me. Let's see. Happy, um, yes, happy 39th birthday to one half of FTR, Dax Harwood. On also today, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy uh, 40, 46th birthday to Yoshitatsu, who wrestled in WWE for a while. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy, uh, let me see here, make sure I have this right, happy 79th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to WWE Hall of Famer, of course, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, the hardcore, Another hardcore legend himself, Chainsaw Charlie. Terry Funk. So happy birthday to Will Pereira, Alicia Fox, Dan- Dax Harwood, Yoshi Tatsu, and Terry Funk here today. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let us bring you, of course, your pop culture uh, history and birthday report here, of course, for today. And keep in mind, we will present this in the same fashion that we presented every single Wednesday evening on WCWS Outside Ropes. On the state in 1520, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Spanish conquistadors are expelled from Tinochicotlan following an Aztec revolt against their rule under Hernan Cortez during La Noche Triste, which was the night of sadness. Many soldiers drown in the escape, and Aztec emperor Montezuma II dies in the struggle. And on a on day in 1860, famous debate on Charles Darwin's theory of evolution was held at the Oxford University Museum and dominated by arguments between Thomas Henry Huxley and Bishop Samuel Wilber, Wilberforce. On a state in 1905, in Russia, the Potemkin arrives at Odessa where sailors take the bodies of dead crewmen ashore. Sailors join civilians in revolutionary actions of the 1905 Revolution. On a state 1908, a giant fireball most likely caused by the air, the air burst of a large meteoroid or comet flattens 80 million trees near the uh, stony Tunguska River in the Yenets government in Russia and the largest impact ever in recorded history. On a state of 1934, the, light, the Night of Long Knives, as Adolf Hitler stages a bloody, bloody purge of the Nazi Party. On a state in 1938, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Superman first appears in DC's DC Comics Action Comics Series issue number one. On a state in 1992, South African ANC President Nelson Mandela meets with UN Secretary General Boutros Boutros Ghali at Dakar. And on a state in 1997, British lease. On the New Territories in Hong Kong, established by the Second Convention of Peking, officially expires. Today, movies and television history. On a state 1955, the Johnny Carson Show, long before the, he, he popped up on The Tonight Show. But on the state 1955, the Johnny Carson Show debuts on CBS. On a state in 1992, in music history, the... A single called End of the Road was released by the group Boys to Men, who won a Grammy Award for the Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals and Best R&B Song in 1993. It also won Billboard Song of the Year for 1992. And today in sports history on the stadium in 2002, the FIFA World Cup Final at the International Stadium in Yokohama, Japan, Ronaldo scores twice as Brazil beats Germany 2-0, to win a record fifth title as the first world cup held in Asia on the state ladies and gentlemen in 1937, the world's first emergency call telephone service is launched in London using the number nine, nine, nine. Some birthdays to speak of ladies and gentlemen, uh, Charles, the eighth was born on this day in 1470. He would pass away in 1498. Walter, uh, Ubreich. O, Ubreich yes, that's the best way I could pronounce it. Sorry about that. Was born on this date in 1893. He would pass away in 1973. Willie Sutton was born on this date in 1901. He would pass away in 1980. And legendary actress Susan Hayward was born on this date in 1917. She would pass away in 1975. Some birthdays to speak of, ladies and gentlemen. Legendary boxer Mike Tyson today turns 57. Uh, soccer. I believe this is a soccer star, Sanath uh, Surya, Today turns 54. Uh, I believe this man is a golfer here, Ralph Schumacher. Today turns 48, and of course, Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps. Today turns 38. On a day in 1898, Winton Motor Carriage Company publishes the first known automobile ad in Scientific American, using the headline "Dispense." With a horse some weddings to speak of ladies and gentlemen on the state in 1831 of course a future soldier and future confederate general robert e lee who was 24 at the time would marry mary custis who was 22 at the would 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 wed mary custis who was 22 at the time at arlington house in arlington virginia on say 1949 uh filmmaker billy wilder who was 43 at the time would marry actress and singer Audrey Young, who was 27 at the time, until he passed away in 2002. And on the stage in 1973, Prime Minister of Canada Joe Clark, who was 34 at the time, would marry lawyer Maureen McTeer, who was 21 at the time. Uh, uh, Several divorces on the stage in 1992, actress Natasha Richardson, who was 29 at the time, would divorce producer Robert Fox, who was 39 at the time after a year of marriage. On a state in 2006, singer, songwriter, and TV personality Jessica Simpson, who was 25 at the time, would divorce uh, Nick Lachey of the band 98 Degrees, who was 32 at the time, due to irreconcilable differences after being married for three years. And on a date in 2010, Nev Campbell from the TV from the TV show, I believe, Party of Five, and also the Scream movie series, who was 37 at the time, with divorce actor John Light, who was 36 at the time, due to irreconcilable differences after being married for three years. Also, some passings here, ladies and gentlemen. Montezuma II passed away in 1520. Of course, we, we explained why that happened. Uh, Charles uh, J. Gutell passed away on the state in 1882. John William Strutt passed away on the state in 1919. Lillian Hellman passed away on the state in 1984. And Yizak Shamir passed away on the state in 2012. As we said, of course, on the state 1908, of course, as we said, a massive mysterious explosion in eastern Siberia that destroyed wildlife and fell a vast number of trees remains a mystery to this day. Even some people speculate that possibly could have been called by aliens, but of course, I'm sure that's something that's still being probably read on and checked out to this day. But we'll never know. For right now, on the day nineteen twenty-five, Charles Jenkins is granted the U.S. patent for transmitting pictures over wireless. Of course, that was the early part of television. On the say nineteen forty. Brenda Starr, reporter, the first cartoon strip by a woman, uh, who was Dale Messick or Dahlia Messick, would begin as a comic book supplement to Chicago's Sunday Tribune. On a date in 1951, the Victor Borges show would last air on NBC. On a date in 1952, the Guy and Light soap opera would move from radio to TV. On a date in 1955, as we said, the Johnny Carson show would debut on CBS. On stage in 1973, the Burns and Schreiber Comedy Hour uh, TV variety show would debut on ABC. On state in 1979, the British punk rocker Johnny Rotten and British actress Joan Collins appeared together on BBC TV's Jukebox Jury. And on stage in 1982, Lena, Lena, Lena Horne, Lady in Music, Closes at Nederlander in New York City after 333 performances. Of course, one birthday as we said, Susan Hayward was born on the date in 1917. She would pass away in 1975. And some passings right here, folks. On this date in 1953, Veselad uh, Put P- 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 A film director and theorist of, of course, Soviet or Russian descent, uh, who did Mother and Deserter, would pass away of a heart attack at the age of 60. On, say, 1965, Bessie Bereskow, who was an actress best known for Plain Jane and Show Folks, would pass away at the age of 81. On, say, in 1968, John Goo, who was an actor best known as Smooth the Satin, in the land of the Tortilla and Circus Kid, but passed away at the age of 73. On the state in 1971, Herbert uh, Biberman, a screenwriter of Jewish and American descent and also a film director, uh, he was born in the year 1900, so he could have been, if, unless, of course, this was before or after he, his birthday, he would have been about around 70 or 71 years old when he passed away. And on the state in 1980, Virginia Brown Fair, a silent film actress born right here in America, best known for Loson Trail and Timtress, would pass away at the age of 76. Of course, we said 1949, Billy Wilder would marry Audrey Young until he passed away in 2002. On say 1975, singer and actress Cher, who was 28 at the time, would marry blues rocker Greg Allman, who was 27 at the time, four days after her, her divorce from Sonny Bono was finalized. They would divorce four years later, however, in 1979. On stage 1992, uh, actress Cecil Hoffman, who played Zoe on L.A. Law, would marry Paul Sly. On saying 2008, singer and actress Olivia Newton-John, who was 59 at the time, would marry natural health businessman John Easterling, who was 56 at the time, in Florida's Jupiter Island. And on stage 2012, actor Alec Baldwin, who was 54 at the time, would marry Hillary H- Thomas at Saint Patrick's Old Cathedral in New York City. And so, in said, nineteen ninety two Natasha Richardson divorced Robert Fox after being married for a year. Two thousand six Jessica Simpson divorced Nick Lachey after three years, and two thousand ten Nev Campbell would divorce John Light, also after three years of marriage. Let's go to your music. Music. History and birthdays here. On the day, 1956, Harry Warren, James Lawrence, Robert E. Lee, and James Hilton's musical *Shangri-La*, based on Hilton's novel *Lost Horizon*, and featuring Jack Cassidy and Alice Ghostly, would close at Winter Garden Theater, New York City, after 21 performances. Also the same day, Rodgers and Hammerstein's musical *Pipe Dream*, based on John Steinbeck's novel *Sweet Thursday* would close at the Schubert Theater in New York City after 245 performances and a Tony Award for costume design. On a date in 1958, No, no Chemise, no, no Please, by Gary uh, Grennan, would peak at number 24 on the charts. On a state in 1966, the Beatles land in Tokyo, but what would become their final concert tour there, they performed five shows at the Budokan Hall, over three days, and collaborate on a painting while there. Also on this date, in 1977, Marvel Comics published a KISS, a comic book based on the rock band KISS, uh, featuring, of course, the rock group, as we said, KISS. On this date, in a couple moments here, in 1979, first off, the single Good Times, released by the band called Chic, would 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 earn Billboard Song of the Year in 1979, also, Kenny Lehman, John Davis, Ray Chu, Nat Adderley Jr., Thomas Jones, Wayne Morrison, Steve Boston, Eugene Nar- Ronnie- Narmer, uh, Betty Rowland, and Jerry Powell's musical Got to Go Disco, starring Irene Cara, but closed at Minsko Theater in New York City after eight performances on the state in 1985. The revival of the Rodgers and Hammerstein musical The King and I, Close at broadway theater new york city after 191 performances some birthdays as we said in music i'm saying 1669 um uh, martius bolt a composer of german descent was born in Congress, Schopert, bavaria which is now of course germany he would pass away in uh he would pass away in 1730 1671 Teodorco Pedrini, also known as Delige, he was a Vincentian priest, music, musician, composer, and missionary at the Imperial Court of China. He was, of course, of Italian descent between 1711 and 1746. He was born in Fermo Marche Papal States, which is now known as Italy. He would pass away in 1746. Um, on stage 1685, John Gay, a poet and dramatist of English descent who was known for the Beggar's Opera, was born in Barnstable, Staple, England. He would pass away in 1732. On stage 1722, uh, Jiffy Anton Benga, a composer-violinist of Czech descent, was born in Beneke Nad uh, Jirizu in Bohemia, which is now known as Czech Republic. He would pass away at seven in 1795. And I'm saying 1723, Christian Ernst Graf, a composer of Dutch descent, which he was, was born in Rustalt, County of Schwarzburg, Rustalt, Holy Roman Empire, which is of course now known as Germany. He would pass away in 1804. Uh, several passings in music. 1666, Adam Krieger uh, was an organist, capable and composer of German descent, would pass away at the age of 32. 1792, Francesco Antonio, Antonio Rossetti, a double bassist and composer of Bohemian descent, would pass away at around the age of 42. It was circa 1750. The birth date is, ladies and gentlemen, was officially, was when he was born, so it was officially, but it was, the birth date is not officially known on a day in 1819, Ernst Ludwig Gerber, an organist, composer, and musicologist of German descent, would pass away at the age of 72. Uh, 1889, Eugenio Teresani, a composer and music director of Italian descent, was known for Tietro, Apollo, and Lascaglia, would pass away at the age of 64. And on a in 1890, Samuel Parkman Tuckerman, a sacred music composer born right here in America would pass away at the age of 71. So weddings, of course, we said, uh, 1949, we say Billy Wilder and Audrey Young would, would would get married. They would stay married until Billy Wilder passed in O2. 1975, Cher would marry Greg Allman uh, <clears throat> about four days after she divorced Sonny Bono, but they would divorce four years later in 1979. And in 2008, Olivia Newton-John would marry John Easterling at Jupiter Island in Florida. And, of course, we said 2008, one divorce, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey would divorce after three years of marriage. And now, of course, your sports history and birthdays, of course, right here. I'm going to say in 1897, Wimbledon men's tennis as RF Doherty beats Harold Mahoney 6-4, 6 6-4, for first of four titles. I'm going to say in 1899, spin bowler Jack Hearn takes England's, England Cricket's first test hat trick versus Australia in drawn third test at Headingley. This dismisses champion middle order trio Clem Hill, Sid Gregory, and Monty Noble. 1902 Wilmington men's tennis as Lawrence Doherty would win his first Wilmington singles title beating defending champion Arthur Gore 6'4", 6'3", six three three36 six also uh, tennis is once again Lawrence Doherty this time would beat Frank Risley 75 six63 six0 for his second consecutive title also on this date, 1903 the Wilmington women's tennis. As Dorothea Chambers beats Eth- Ethel 6 four six six four six two, the first of seven titles, and three moments in 1908, first off at 41 years and three months, future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young becomes the oldest player to record a third career no-hitter as the Boston Red Sox beat the New York Highlanders eight to zero. Also the same day, Wilmington men's tennis as Arthur Gore takes his second or third Wilmington titles, beating Herbert Herbert. Roper Bar- Barrett, 6362463664. And the women's tennis as Charlotte, Charlotte Cooper uh, Steri wins her fifth and final Wimbledon title with a 6464 6-4, 6-4 win over Angus Morton. And some birthdays in sports, as we said Mike Tyson turns 57. Sanath Jaya Saraya turns 54. Uh, Rafe Schumacher turns 48, and Michael Phelps turns 38. Some passings in the world of sports. Uh, 1939, Bill Brockwell, a cricketer of English descent, was a British all-rounder in seven tests between 1893 and 99, would pass away at the age of 70. On say 1966, Giuseppe Farina, an auto racer of Italian descent who won the World F1 Championship in 1950. Would die in a domestic car accident at the age of 59. On state in 1973, Elmer Layden, a college football Hall of Fame fullback, was part of the legendary Four Horsemen of Notre Dame, and he was the very first NFL commissioner. He would pass away at the age of 70. On state in 1976, Furpo Marbury, who was a baseball player, played for the Washington Senators. He would pass away at the age of 77. And on state in 1987, Jackie Fields, who was a featherweight boxer, who was a two time world welterweight champion and won the Olympic gold in 1924, would pass away at the age of 79. And one wedding to speak of honestly in 2012, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Michael Vick, who was 32 at the time, would marry longtime girlfriend Kilpah Frink at the Fontainebleau Resort in Miami Beach, Florida. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, as far as the first half of it is concerned, for the last part, last day of the month of June. And we do, of course, want to thank you once again for Mania for allowing us to, of course, read their news stories, wrestling news stories here tonight as well. 10:16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. It is, of course, as we said, uh, Friday, June 30th, 2023, uh, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138-055-POUND. This is episode 1,317 of WCWS Revolution. Uh, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, on the, on the line here with you. I believe we did have someone, of course, here with us. And we have an idea as to who that is, but I think somehow we kind of lost that connection and I'm sure that they are still working on where they're working on getting back online. So we will, of course, be watching for that and we'll let you know when they do pop back on. Uh, So right now, of course, here at this time, since I personally did not take a gander at anything, of course, going on involving SmackDown leading up towards money in the bank, uh, I will, of course, go ahead while we're waiting for, of course, anyone else to pop on. I will go ahead and and uh, point out <clears throat> that tomorrow evening at six o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, will be our next edition of WCWS Power Hour 141364 pound. As we'll of course be bringing you, of course, our um, I will be re- bringing you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a rundown of what took place this week in both the world of wrestling and also here in the radio network. I will bring you, of course, uh, tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. And of course, with the fat, ladies and gentlemen, that we were informed by, um, we were informed by JD last night. That money in the bank will be starting, of course, over here. We'll be starting, we'll have an early start time of three o'clock p.m. Eastern since it will be overseas. I may be able to give you, of course, the results of tomorrow night's uh money in the bank show, of course, here as well. Let you know who who picked up the men's money in the bank briefcase, who picked up the women's money in the bank briefcase. Uh, did Courtney, Cody Rose defeat Dominic Mysterio? Uh, did, let me see, uh, who, of course, survived the Bloodline Civil War? Also, who, of course, picked up the women's tag titles? Did Rhonda and Shana retain, or did Raquel and Liv pick them up? Did Gunther, of course, uh, hold on to the IC title, or did Matt Riddle find a way to defeat him? Uh, and uh, let's see... Uh, Let's see, I think it might be, of course. Let's see, I'm going to make sure. Oh, yes, did Seth hold on to the world title, of course, against Ben Balor, despite the fact that he has been, of course, uh, double almost, of course, uh, sneak attacking, of course, Seth Rollins, at a return, of course, to try to gain some sort of advantage going into this show tomorrow night. We'll definitely, of course, be able to report all this. Hopefully we'll be able... We let you know, of course, about some of the stuff that did take place. But we will let you know, of course, the results, of course, of this of these matches. Plus, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, any additional wrestling news tidbits. Some may not be related to Money in the Bank. We'll, we'll bring it to you courtesy of 411 Mania. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, on WCWS Power Hour, 141-364-pound, of course, at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time also don't forget this sunday ladies and gentlemen wcws this morning of course sometime between the 7 and 8 a.m uh eastern time of course time frame as we will of course bring you sunday's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays of course we'll let you know about what will take place in the radio network this coming week we will also do another rundown another quick rundown of money in the bank And also any additional wrestling news that we may have missed, of course, that we might miss tomorrow on Power Hour. We'll bring it here to Sunday morning and some other stuff, of course, as well. So be sure to check that out, of course, Sunday morning between the 7 and 8 o'clock a.m. hour. uh, 805-8613-POUND, of course. uh, Of course, this weekend, of course, Power Hour and WCWS this morning part of the radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, Uh, of course uh, keep in mind of course ladies and gentlemen you still have between of course here ladies and gentlemen between the rest of the night tonight and also of course ladies and gentlemen up until of course tomorrow afternoon right before money in the bank starts of course to cast your votes for the seven matches of course it will take place at money in the bank uh, and we will, of course, let you know if there are any, if anything does change, of course, in this, in this encounter here, we will most certainly let you know, of course, especially, of course, with the spoiler that we just mentioned in the news a moment ago, that Brock Lesnar may end up, of course, um, may show up, of course, I'm not sure, of course, in continuation of that storyline, obviously with Cody, uh, Leading up towards Summerslam, but we'll let you know, of course, if anything does happen there. Uh, Other than that, here, folks, that's pretty much the lump sum. That's pretty much, of course, the lump sum right there, of that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But we will. We still want to try to, of course, get some some of our panelists on. And we, like I said, we had one that did pop on, but apparently, I don't know if it was because of an issue on talk shoes part or an, or an issue on this particular individual's part but we will hopefully be able to get this person back on here within the next little bit uh because we definitely want to get his thoughts and opinions here uh as of course this same gentleman of course is still going to try to get his predictions in for tomorrow night's show here as well so we still want to try to work still want to try to get that of course here Uh, Established. Excuse me for just one second there, ladies and gentlemen. course here folks we hope to of course get uh we are still waiting to hear from some folks uh we have had some talk that we might have we may have of course other other folks pop on other than of course um the the Iceman and the Godfather of Soul, which was of course uh, our main two that or that uh hopefully like I said or of course I'm sure are still planning to be on here with us but of course ladies and gentlemen uh, but there was some talk. That we might have, of course, another person. Now, if that person may, may, of course, in case may something may have, of course, popped up and may not be able to make it on. And that's quite all right. Uh, we also, of course, continue, as always, to urge you to check out all of our groups on Facebook. Yeah. As we continue to post a lot of great stuff here, including uh, more recently, we've been posting, of course, some episodes of some classic TV shows on our page the WCWS Television Network. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, WCWS Sports Roundup. We've been posting a lot of great sports moments and sports picks, of course, as well. Also, the Video Vault, where we've been posting a lot of great uh, uh, vi- full-length videos and also what what YouTube calls the YouTube Shorts. We've been posting some of them, of course, as well. Um and there's been a very interesting series on YouTube that we've been posting, courtesy of the of YouTuber known as the, the Immortal Icon, as they posted I think 25 videos that was leading up to the uh, to of course the infamous uh, Sting versus Hogan World Title match at Star at Starcade in 1997. Uh, pretty, I believe pretty much all of the, all of those uh, matches, of course, have been posted on there. We are we as we, we as we do post a lot of great uh, WCW matches and moments there as well. We've got a lot of classic uh, like montage videos, including the videos from uh, uh, the YouTuber known as Art Carter's Wrestling Library, as he recaps a lot of the classic and current uh, TV shows and moments. Of course, as well, you can definitely go back and look at some of them and try and. Uh, and as he leaves his rates, of course, in his personal opinion, as he rates each match in the moment. Um, but we post a lot of great stuff on there, of course, here recently, even just right before coming on the show tonight. We did post a video on there of an episode, of course, of Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher. Uh, that was done, of course, with uh, Medusa Sting and also, of course, uh, uh, the late Roddy Roddy Piper and the late Bobby the Brain Heenan were, and they were, of course, part of WCW, and they were talking about, of course, like I said, you know, what has been always been said about wrestling for years, <sighs> um, about, of course, some of the things that they have been said uh, about what they've said about, of course, is wrestling, of course. You know, I mean, it's been in heavy debate over the years, of course, and they actually touch on a few of those topics, of course, here as well. Uh, so you can check out a lot of those as well. But we, we post a lot of different stuff, including, of course, a lot of classic matches, of course, involving the legendary Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Of course, there's a lot of great moments there. Uh, of course, a lot of stuff pertaining to The Rock, Stone Cold, the Undertaker, uh, John Cena, Randy Orton. There might be some stuff involving Edge, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Brock Lesnar. There's a lot of great moments, of course. Uh, you can check out a lot of them, of course, here as well. We, as we try to, of course, make certain that some that some people, moments people may remember, some may not recall. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there, uh, there is, of course, full of action, of course, here indeed. And, you know, it is always fun to, of course... It's always fun to, of course, watch here. Indeed, uh, <clears throat> but like I said, ladies, and we post a lot of moments, of course, about every single one of our pages on Facebook. So that way, everybody will definitely, of course, go and check that out. Also, of course, there is a group that was not started by me. It was, it was one. Of, it was, of course, uh, one of the folks responsible for that group is our own danny from the park of course as he is of course a big fan of the star wars franchise i mean i am as well i mean i'm a big science fiction nut but of course star wars is one of them that i definitely like of course uh, and the group is called star wars die hard fans you might find a lot of stuff here that other people have posted on there and we post, like, different things here. Of course, everything from bloopers to uh, clips from um, video, video game levels uh, from past and present and uh, clips from, of course, some of the movies and, uh, and all that great stuff. And there might be some stuff there to that I think you might definitely, of course, get a kick out of. So definitely check that group out. Also, we do have a group dedicated to Star Trek, call, 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 of course, called Starfleet Armada journey into the ultimate frontier where we got a lot of great clips of course from different episodes of course everything from the original series the next generation uh deep space nine voyager enterprise also of course a lot of the movies and even of course ladies and gentlemen of course we posted some episodes that came from paramount plus of course of of some of the episodes of we did at one time some of the episodes of star trek the card and also, even recently, of course, some of the episodes, I think, from one of the first seasons of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Now, I'm not sure if any of those episodes are still available or not, but you can definitely, of course, go and check out a lot of those moments as well uh, by checking out that page. Also, of course, the group, of course, that we started recently as a tribute to Mortal Kombat, has been posting a lot of great... Uh, uh, things from, of course, everything from, the, of course, the video games, from the classic video games to the recent video games. And also clips from a lot of the movies, including, of course, the very first one they did back in the mid-90s to its sequel, I think, Mortal Kombat Armageddon and I think several others. Uh, but a lot of Mortal Kombat moments, of course, are posted there. And so you can most certainly, of course, check that out here, of course, as well. Um, And I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for continuing to bring up a lot of this, as, of course, apparently we're still waiting to hear from several people here. As I said before, we did have somebody on here with us that was waiting while I was getting, of course, the history and birthdays uh, squared away. But apparently something must have happened here, and they apparently seem they either, of course, uh, either something that happened on their own accord or something that TalkShoe did. I'm not sure. As they were probably kept on hold for a long period of time, I will indicate that the person I'm referring to is the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, as he's normally one of the first ones to pop on, um, because he normally has a lot of great things to say. And like I said, I'm not taking anything, of course, away from this young man, but but uh, apparently for some odd reason here, um, as he, of course, like I said, we are wanting to try to get his. As we were trying to, we've been working on trying to get his um, thoughts and opinions about, to, about tonight's SmackDown, and also, of course, tonight's Rampage, as well as, of course, predictions from in the Bank. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, we do have. A, I think we may have probably reestablished that. So I will just complete this, ladies and gentlemen. He's a 2023 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is. He is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire. He brings us your daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, on Fan Empire, Entertainment Cavalcade, as well as, of course, Sports Roundup. Uh, <clears throat> also, also here, ladies and gentlemen, he is an operator, of course, to, 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 of course, bring anything up, of course, here. Uh, when it comes to any discussions here, we do have, of course, on our on, on all of our programs here. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the great state of Indianapolis, Indiana. Man, of course, we do refer to a lot of times as the uh, godfather of soul. He's also known as the mega ultra stud. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to the one and the only Mr. Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, Justin, we welcome you to 1317, a revolution. We thank you for being with us.
1: Hey, Chad. Good evening. Um,
2: uh, evening. Uh, apparently we had you earlier, then I think we lost you. I'm not sure what happened, but
1: yeah, uh, had, had to eat a uh, little. Oh,
2: oh, I understand completely. Okie doke. Uh, let's go ahead and get on underway here, of course. Um, as we'll do, of course, these, uh, these three things here that we have lined up here, of course, all, of course, tuned in right here with you. Number one, let's get your assessment as to what happened tonight on SmackDown.
1: Well, it's a good thing they did they did tribute the draws tonight oh good they did uh all right and uh let's see looks like Bay Bay Bay. but well, why am i not surprised bailey just is now in the in the money 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 in the bank layer money in the bank lane man she um she and Shashi is out she qual bailey qualified and is out way to go vince
2: I thought she was. I thought. I thought she was already in the Money in
1: the Bank ladder match. No, Shotzi is out. Bailey. Bailey is qualified. Um.
2: Justin, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm here.
2: Okay, I don't know why in the world, for some odd reason, somehow I got. I don't know what's going on with it. Anyway, um, but the thing about it is, according to my uh, my list, of course, of Wikipedia and all that, Shatia, I don't think was ever in it. I think Bailey was in it all the time.
1: Oh wait, oh, well, that well, I just um um called JD and, she, and um. I- would well, I called JD and, and he's in um and uh he told told and I told him but I said well JD looks like Bay, um Bailey um, qualified and shots to use out. I mean I mean and uh it's really she really loves could kiss something to Vince. I mean I don't know why I'm well is Vince shoving her Bailey in our throats? And it looks to me like um. And, uh but there was a there was a smackdown women's title match between ooh, smackdown women's title match between charlotte and oscar and uh um bianca interfered and uh cost charlotte charlotte the the her title match and now she's on patrick sushan taking it on and um yep she caught yeah charlotte, yeah bianca bella costs charlotte her um Women, WWE Women's title match, and now she's on a path of destruction, taking out both Charlotte and the WWE Women's Champion Oscar. And um, Charlotte had no right to go on, go, go, made a big mistake going up in, in Bianca Belair's face, mm-hmm. touching her to talk, talk her hand. Mm-hmm. Big mistake, Charlotte. Nobody put you don't put your hands on, on Bianca Belair's face. I'll uh, say so this, this is like a terrible show. This is really, a really terrible way to begin the, um, the 4th of July weekend. And that's all I'm get to let JD have the little rant.
2: Uh, if he does, come on. I have not heard anything about that at all. But, yeah, Justin, like I said, not not to contradict what you're saying, but I've been watching the Wikipedia page the last two weeks and Bailey was already in the money to bank ladder match. I don't know why in the world all of a sudden they're even saying. I don't know why they were even saying uh, that uh, that, you know, um, why, why all of a sudden they're saying that Shotzi was uh, out and Bailey is in because Bailey was already in it. Unless, of course, this this episode of Smackdown was taped. And maybe they went by that. That's possibly the only Explanation We got so shati was never ever mentioned to begin with.
1: So, yeah, I, I feel confused.
2: Yeah, well, of course, we're all confused whenever, whenever you hear that from someone who's actually gay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, okay, but anyway, and, no, I'm just kidding, but anyway, I'm just going by with what I have listed here. That's all, but it, it's already been listed as she's already been listed as um, being a part of the match. Bailey is. So Shotzi was never, ever mentioned to begin with. Unless, of course, like I said, it was meant it was it not less. Of course, like I said, this was an episode that was pre-taped because they could already, I think they may already be over in, um, in um, England now because with the show going to be tomorrow afternoon. So, I mean, We'll just have to wait and see. Of course, obviously, what will happen there? Uh, have you had an opportunity to check out tonight's episode of A.W. Rampage? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, we'll get some. Uh, we'll get some thoughts and opinions about it. Possibly, I'm sure next week. Uh, possibly on Raw Radio. Uh, I'm sure JD may re- may review that. Of course, here on Monday. Uh, let's see. Um, Of course, also, I continue to urge everyone to go to the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center fourth down Facebook page to, of course, uh, continue to, of course, um, vote for who you think will win each of the seven matches uh, for tomorrow's event. So definitely keep that in mind here, of course, here as well. As after this event, at some point during the day tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, I will be I will, of course, be, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully be able to uh, let everybody know about who, about what championships, of course, everybody will be, of course, going after. Even, of course, um, factoring factoring in, of course, uh, the results, of course, from the big um, spectacular six-way that we did, of course, back around the end of last month. So, uh, Justin, I guess in the meantime, we don't have anything else, of course, going on. Nobody else is here. Um, um, so in the meantime, let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead, and I, we'll go ahead if you're ready to go, bud. We'll go ahead and get you your predictions in for um, for tomorrow night. For tomorrow, well, over there it might be night. might be tomorrow night, but for us it'll be tomorrow afternoon's event. So whenever you're ready to go here, bud, let's just go ahead and just run it through. And. Whenever you're, whenever you're ready to go, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Keep in mind, of course, you know, Justin, there are seven matches for this show. Uh, first off, uh, the men's main to bank ladder match: Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, L.A. Knight, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul.
1: I'm gonna say, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Did you know what I feel like they might, might have LA Night and or Logan Paul especially to go show you what a terrible show show is gonna be tomorrow.
2: So you're you you're you're throwing out, you're 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 actually doing kind of a tie between these two possibly. Yes sir. Okay. All right. All right, the women's main to bank ladder match Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, EO Sky and Trish Stratus.
1: Becky Lynch, but if if they let let either um but, um but they but if they let um but the but they let um Trish Stratus win, Trish Stratus win, I won't be happy if they let Bailey win. I'll feel them. If they'll if, they, if they if they but um but I, I I'm, I'm I'll be okay if they let Selena Vega win. Well,
2: there's been a whole lot of uh, well, you you got to keep in mind. Uh, um. Okay. Um. Okay. Like like I said. Um. They did okay, Justin. Before we continue on, based upon something you mentioned to me that did happen, apparently happened here tonight. Let me go ahead and throw this out there, in reference to this women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Additionally, like I said about as, as far as this match is concerned, on the June 30th episode of SmackDown, Shotzi faced Bailey, where if Shotzi had won, she would have taken Bailey's spot in the match. However, Bailey won the match, keeping her oh, right. yeah keeping keeping her spot. That's what happened. So apparently, JD must have probably probably saw this, and he may have probably been he may have probably given you a confusing answer. So, um, so next yes, the no, way
1: I said said to myself that um looks like Bailey Bailey qualified.
2: Well, well, it's on the Wikipedia page. I mean, like this is this is one this is this. Some people do trust it. Some people do not. But it's been said on there for the last two weeks. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. That, too. Oh, it's OK. Yeah. Uh, OK. You also have to excuse me there, bud. Like I said, it's, it's me sitting up for a long period of time. Sometimes it just does a havoc on my back. So you have to excuse me. I apologize. Uh, <coughs> uh, next up. Uh, next up, of course, Justin. The one-on-one match between Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio, and you know that the women's champion, of course, Rhea Ripley, is going to be at Dominic's side, and you know that she may play a part in this.
1: Yeah, I know. But
2: your thoughts, please.
1: I don't say Cody, but they don't trust them. They're gonna let Dom, uh, you see, uh, Rhea Ripley's gonna interfere and, and, and interfere and screw Cody because they, then they're, they're never, never, they're never gonna. And her from ringside i mean vince, vince i mean vince vince man it, 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 it is uh has some dumps about this this pay-per-view is going to get vince tomorrow tomorrow
2: well i'm sure it is he may and brawl know he may be able to do it without even being there so i mean but there is of course the talk and possibility as i mentioned in the news a little while ago that that brock lesnar may end up making an appearance over in this and may set up, of course, an encounter at Summerslam between him and Cody. Maybe I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, next up, the World Heavyweight Title match as Seth
1: Rollins will defend against Finn Balor. Seth Rollins F- is going to retain, but uh, I think um um. Seth Rollins is going to be booed and biased by the crowd, because Finn Balor is, is is from Ireland. And, um Ireland's part of the United Kingdom, and uh, um, Balor hasn't forgotten about SummerSlam 2016 when Seth Rollins attacked him from behind. Right,
2: and that has been brought up in certain circles recently, yes.
1: So I have read about that, yes.
2: Uh, next up, the Bloodline Civil War Tag Team Match, as Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia will def- will take on the Usos.
1: I think um, Bloodline's gonna win this, and um, I must uh uh. I say the Usos, but I feel like Bloodline might win. Okay, all right.
2: Next up, the match for the women's tag team titles, as Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler will defend against Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez.
1: Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler.
2: Okay. And the last one, of course, this match was made, of course, uh, on Monday. The Intercontinental Title match: Gunther defends against Matt Riddle.
1: Gunther, Gunther. I mean, Matt Riddle. No, no, Matt Riddell cannot cannot beat this this man. He's too he's strong.
2: Right. Okay. All right. All right, Justin. Of course, also a couple a couple of uh, our our two main questions here. Just by your personal opinion here, what do you think will be the best match for Money in the Bank?
1: I say. Bloodline versus just the Civil War, the Bloodline Civil War tag team match, the Bloodline versus the USOs.
2: Okay, and what do you think would be the worst match?
1: The Time match, Gunther versus Matt Riddle.
2: Okay, all right. Thank you very, thank you very much. Here, of course, here, Justin, for bring that of course here to our attention. Uh, uh, we got that officially locked in here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we have about of course 13 minutes until, of course, we are scheduled to, of course, end end the program. Uh, and as we pretty much have covered everything else, of course here folks, it seems I think for the time being that we just probably um, have of course no other have of course no other no other alternative, ladies and gentlemen to, of course, go ahead and just call the night here as obviously we have not heard from anyone else here. The other person that we had talked about that was possibly going to try to make an appearance was the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, but unfortunately, uh, she hit me up earlier and said that obviously, of course, with the way the heat has been here lately, uh, she has been, of course, a little bit under the weather. And so, um, so she said that she's been sick on her stomach most of the day. She said she would try her best. And we told, and I told her not to push herself, of course, in this, as there is a possibility that she might, uh, I don't want her to push herself, of course, in this, if she was not up to it. So, but that is quite all right. And I believe she may have already made some of her, her predictions anyway for money to bank on the page. So, um uh, so we do wish her. Of course, we hope she does get the feeling better. We will, of course, check on her over the weekend, and hopefully, we'll get a chance to hear from her. Of course, here on Monday, uh, with of course not anybody else, of course, popping up here, ladies and gentlemen. I think what we'll go ahead and do here for the for for the evening and the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Here, uh, we will go on right ahead here, folks, and go ahead and call it a night here and call it a week here as some with some great. Discussions, analysis, and everything like that uh, this week. And, of course, don't forget WCWS Power Hour, 141-364-pound, coming up tomorrow night at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And also WCWS this morning, Sunday morning between 7 and 8 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, 805-8613-pound as well. But we will, of course, be hovering around talking about the Money to Bank event money in the bank event tomorrow night so before we go ladies and gentlemen of course it would not be complete unless we did get a chance to hear from the godfather of soul with any additional wrestling and or pop culture history and birthdays here for today the final uh the final day of the month of june 2023 so justin please go ahead and see what you have here for us Uh, Justin, can you hear me?
1: Hold Hold on one second, Chad. Um, uh, Chad, J.D.'s got something to say to you.
2: Well, talk- Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming to us, of course, via Justin is uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Uh J.D., of course, we're getting ready to, of course, end for the night, but let's hear what you got to say right fast. Well, first off, I'm not worried it is, Just kidding. No.
0: I know. I'll tell you right now. I I told Justin a couple things. things. First off, rest in peace to two very unique, special people today. David Frostoff who passed away earlier today at the age of 54, which really sucks. We still don't know what happened. Also, Alan Barkin, the famous actor who passed away. Two, uh, as far as SmackDown goes, I thought it was a lousy show tonight. It was absolutely, completely shitty, to use the term loosely. And the thing that pisses me off more than anything is, now we're going to have Dum Dum and Cody close the show tomorrow? Really? Really? You want that as your main event tomorrow? You better hope this show is good because they thought there's going to be a whole lot of pissed off people and believe me, I'm going to have a lot of venom this Monday on Raw
1: Radio. Yeah, Bian- yeah Bian- you know, Bianca Blair told Charlotte the to, um, to hand.
0: Well, you know why she did that to us? And I'll tell you why. I'll back backing up on the too. Because we're gonna see power tomorrow morning, worse than the writers say, Oh guess what? Since what happened last night happened, we're gonna change now add this as a bonus medicine and watch that so probably at the last minute. I should sure follow through me. I was gonna be till next week when we go to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> so, okay. there you go. There Sunday. And by the way, I also want to send out a special shout out to my friend Jason who's getting married on Sunday. Happy wedding day to him. It will be fun. I will not be at the wedding, though, but you can bet this Monday I will have a lot to say. I will talk with you guys tomorrow after the show. And hang before then, I will let you know. Hopefully Monday night gets a good show, but I can tell you right now, I don't think it's going to be that great of the show. I really don't. We'll see. Mm-hmm. up.
2: Well, like I said, if you can make it on Power Hour tomorrow evening at six o'clock, JD, you can pop on there and you can do some talk about it.
0: Uh,
2: okay. All right. But uh, thank you thank you very much for your thoughts and always enjoy Money in the Bank as best as, as best as possible. All right, JD. Thank you very much. Of course, thanks, and gentlemen, of course, via, via, via of course, uh, the telephone of just of of course Justin Lewis, Lewis Fleming. That was the Iceman jared D. who who is now of course gone back uh to get into bed with his girlfriend. So, well, so we brought to hear from him of course here. Uh, so in the meantime, of course, here let's hear from Justin with the horse with any additional wrestling and pop culture, history and birthdays for the final day of the
1: month of June. Hey, uh, Chay, gonna be in a shocker uh, um, Cody Rose's birthday is uh, today.
2: Well, apparently, I reported it as yesterday. So, you mean it? I don't know. Some of these pages are going to have to try to get it right. I I reported it as yesterday. Okay, well, we'll investigate thank you thank you for that notification go ahead
1: here please thank you okay um okay on this day in, two, in 1973 um in Madison master square Garden, i knew i said but um bedroom rouse retained the wwf title now it's the wwe title against uh georgia animal steel and on this day in 2003, Kane chokeslams Eric Bischoff off the stage and um, after revealing his face to the crowd as raw ends in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on, I know you remember, and on this day in 2003, I know you remember this movie, Chad. Um, the firm was released in theaters nationwide, starring Tom Cruise, Gene Hackman, Ed Harris, Holly Hunter, Gene Triplehorn, and Hal Holbrook, and Gary Busey. Oh, yeah. That's
2: right. I do remember that movie.
1: Yes. Got it on DVD. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool. Love that movie. Yep. And, uh, and I, let's see. Now on this day in 2013 on WWE venture collection hosted by ming gene oakland and renee young highlights were shown some matches of a light heavyweight title wwe light heavyweight title sky too high versus dean malenko from the april 17 2000 edition of monday night raw the wcw light heavyweight title brian Pillman versus tom the z-man tom Zink at wrestle war 92 it was may 17 1992 made by W from wcw the dynamite kid versus brett hitman hart from primetime wrestling date was october 8th 1985 and brett hart wasn't popular until then it was just like a jobber it's from the from uh prime from um primetime wrestling and wcw us title the ladder match eddie guerrero versus six we know we know his x-pop sean walton one two three kid from sold it from the pay-per-view wcw sold out it was january twenty-fifth,
2: 1997 and that's it okay thank you very much Joe Justin. you can always check out justin's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports of course the wrestling portion on uh, wcws fan empire facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wcws appreciation also of course ladies and gentlemen. uh your pop culture uh, report, you can check out of course on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment and also sports related you can check out WCWS sports facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Sports Time Ladies and gentlemen, for the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming followed by a uh, uh, a brief analysis by uh, the ice man, Jared DiGiolamo, without wearing his pants. Uh, this is, of course, Mr. WCWS, uh, Chad Hinshaw, of course, here with you. Uh, like I said, episode 1317 of WCWS Revolution. We, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be moving into a new month here, of course, starting tomorrow with money in the bank. And then, of course, we'll talk about what will take place during the week next week on the first full week, of course, of the month of July. So we will, of course, be bringing. <clears throat> we will, of course, be doing a whole lot of talks and discussions here. I'm sure money in the bank will be, of course, a big time topic this coming weekend and everything of that nature. But check out power hour tomorrow night at six o'clock, one, four, one, three, six, four pound. And also WCWS this morning between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 805-8613 pound this Sunday morning. Uh we urge you to take care and please stay safe out there, folks. And if you do, of course, we don't get a chance to hear from you, of course, here at the beginning of the next week. Everyone does enjoy their 4th of July weekend, of course, as even though 4th of July is next Tuesday. But I want everyone to have a very safe and happy 4th of July. Please be careful. Please stay safe out there. Let us continue to, of course, say a prayer for all those, of course, going through a lot of big time, uh, big-time situations here. Once again, our thoughts our thoughts and prayers are with the <laughs> families, of course, of legendary actor uh, um, Alan Arkin, and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, legend uh, also uh, legendary football player and WWE superstar Darren Droz- Uh <clears throat> We do a lot of course a thing about them here tonight, as we lost, of course, two great people there here to see and, of course, let let, let, we'll let everybody know that the good Lord is watching over these folks here as well, as they're going through a lot, of, a lot of the tough times here as well here today. Please take care. Please stay safe out there here, folks. And remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Justin, take care. Have a safe weekend out there, bud. We'll talk at you during the week here and all that. And we'll do some talking over the weekend, of course, talking about money the bank and all that good stuff. So please take care and stay safe out there. We'll talk at you, of course, primarily next week.
1: Good night, Chad. See you good on Monday.
2: Time. See you on Monday. Have a good weekend, bud.